Welcome to the Unleashing Your Entrepreneurial Brilliance, a journey with the Gene Keys, a podcast series with myself, Kayla G. I'm really excited because over the next 14 episodes, I'll be sharing my journey of working with the Gene Keys from an entrepreneurial lens and how this work has profoundly impacted me as a business owner over the last few years. This series is also a sneak peek into my program called The Illuminated Entrepreneur. This is a four-month program where you and I would work together on diving deep into your gene keys and human design, giving you the chance to break free from outdated business paradigms and conditioning that no longer serve you. With dismantling these barriers, you'll learn to trust yourself deeply, show up in your business with authenticity and sustainability, while simultaneously making a massive impact with the clients that you serve. You can learn more about this through the links in the show notes or shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kayla G or email hello at Kayla G.com. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast and the series. I am looking forward to diving into the EQ with you today. So this is the fourth sphere in the Venus sequence and it is your conscious Mars planet. So the Mars planet is representative of the archetype of the younger brother. And so there's this deep passion and aggression and just drive, but also this space of immaturity and growth. So it's really, you know, what is it? Synchronistic that the EQ, your emotional quotient, is representative of your emotional intelligence. And so I find this fascinating because this planet is really our conscious experience of how we gain our emotional intelligence and emotional maturity so this fear is really about listening communicating and being responsible for our emotional experiences right it it comes with maturity to be able to be radically responsible this energetic imprinting so this gene key in the line expression occurs during our second year cycle so remember we talked about the iq was the first phase this is the second and this is happening between the ages of 8 to 14 or sometimes you'll see like 7 to 15 so this is the middle ground right this is leaving childhood moving into adulthood this is your teenage years the prepubescent times good old times it's a big transition period so this sphere the gene key and the line expression that live in here Hold the wisdom of the boundary issues, so emotional boundary issues that you experience in relationships. And so depending on how we experience these emotional boundaries during the ages of 8 to 14, when these triggers occur in our adulthood, for example, in our business, they may be more expressive or less expressive. So we're looking at like reactionary or repressive, right? And so the way that we contemplate this gene key supports us in creating emotional boundaries and and developing our emotional intelligence so that we can support ourselves and connect more deeply with the people that we work with, clients, audience, team members, and so on. So when you contemplate this, like really looking at how do I express my emotions and boundaries without pressure or blame? Because right, because the emotional triggers usually cause us to project our emotions onto others. And so when we look into what our body needs, our mind, our soul, like our emotional needs, the gift of this fear can really be expressed freely and really support us in creating those boundaries and developing that maturity with our emotional awareness. 
So it's like being playful, right? Remember how I said the Mars planet has to do with the younger brother archetype? And there's like this playful energy. Like I'm literally imagining, you know, kids playing in a park, like that intense, like running around, doing all the things and just like exerting all this energy and excitement, right? And it's like looking at, well, how can this be a contribution to how I show up in relationships? So for me, I have 41.4 in this sphere. And the 41 is found in the root center. So again, interesting how I have the 19 is in the root center, the 41 is in the root center. So like my themes that I go through with the IQ, EQ, and SQ are just very much in this pressure to personally evolve and pressure to get things done and move on to the next thing. So the shadow is fantasy, the gift is anticipation, the city is emanation. The way that this really shows up for me, especially because that time of my life going into the younger years, the 7 to 14 is when I went through a lot of emotional turbulence because of the dynamic I was experiencing in the household with my dad and my ex-stepmom. The shadow of fantasy for me shows up in being stuck in a cycle. The 41 is part of the start and stop codon ring. And so the fantasy is like when you're stuck in a fantasy, you're very much in your head or maybe it's like this fantasy emotional experience like it's just this ongoing cyclical experience where things are not changing and so the gift of anticipation really ties into that starting and stopping energy that relates to this codon ring that the, the 41st gene key is a part of and anticipation is like this interruption of choosing to see things differently, choosing to communicate differently, choosing to process things differently. Like there is an anticipation that there will be change. And the city of emanation is the consequence of change. It is the result, the fruit, the byproduct, the side effect, right? What is the consequence of change and shifting that fantasy or that cycle, especially because if you think about the pressure in the root center is a very cyclical energy and it's a very pulsating energy and it, it comes and it goes and it has a rhythm, what is the consequence of that? And so the fourth line of kindness, and then we have the shadow side of meanness, the fourth line again ties into connections with others, fr this friendship energy, networks, communities. So the fourth line in this context is showing up in the shadow of meanness as low self-esteem and projecting that onto others right because we have the emotionality side of the eq and it's like projecting onto other people and this meanness is a tactic to push others away in order to avoid rejection and so it's interesting because through puberty the cycle of this sphere, this method is used to manipulate and control social circles so yeah, when I think about my time of elementary going into middle school, like I dealt with so much bullying. I also think in many ways I was a bully. I'm not going to pretend that I didn't go through that phase because I definitely have done things that I'm not proud of. And it is using that meanness. I also felt like I was stuck in a cycle of meanness in my home with my dad and my ex-stepmom. And so it's just this constant like low self-esteem and trying to manipulate and getting stuck in this fantasies and these different cycles and things aren't changing. And so despite rejecting others and the meanness, it's really, this is where the emotional maturity comes in and the emotional intelligence comes in because it's up to the fourth line myself to look deeply at how they're rejecting or manipulating others and taking responsibility for that.
right? So shifting my behaviors in schools, like obviously shifting how I allow myself to be in conflict in my home environment. And so kindness is funny because like the meanness is, is like a cycle, right? Like you, maybe you've heard the term like once a bully, always a bully, right? But it's like there can be an anticipation that change can happen, especially when it comes to personal evolution, which is again, 41 is in the root center. So when we when we consider the, the alignment side of kindness, this comes through in the fourth line when self-esteem is, is really being developed and foundationally established to myself and developing my own self-esteem. So I'm not like really struggling to say, to explain that. Basically, I'm not relying on others to develop my self-esteem. I'm taking emotional responsibility in my experience and being kind to myself, no matter how other people are treating me. But then also there's the quote, like treat others how you want to be treated. If I want to be treated with kindness, I treat others with kindness. And that is, again, emotional intelligence, emotional maturity coming through. And so when we feel good and see ourselves in a positive light, this is how we will treat others. Like, you know, we, we say this a lot of times when somebody's having a shitty day or they're, they think poorly of themselves and they try to project like how they would do things differently. They're literally projecting their own view, right? So this is a way to be radically responsible and to be intentional with how we treat ourselves because that's directly how we connect with others. And so when I look at this from a business lens, I think the really big thing is when I am experiencing challenges and I am judging myself for not producing specific results, I'm not evolving according to the timeline that I my brain thinks is correct. I'm like stuck in this fantasy like, oh my God, nothing's going to change. I have the same results. This isn't happening. I'm doing all these things, like there's so much pressure, I'm working, I'm overworking, undefined root center, classic, like I need to get all the things done before I can rest, burnout. And so then I start being mean to myself, right? Because you know how there's this negative feed, like negative feedback loop where it's like we try to be mean to ourselves to motivate ourselves to get shit done, but it's actually not sustainable and it's just unhealthy. And so when I look at embodying that kindness when I feel like I'm stuck in these cycles and I'm stuck in the emotional turbulence and the challenges that I'm experiencing and I'm putting myself out there I'm creating specific offers and whatnot the kindness in itself like choosing to contemplate kindness is immediately anticipating that things will be different reminding myself that everything is temporary and the anticipation of like okay I'm going to be kind to myself now and acknowledge all of the work that I put into this, all of the action that I do take, all of the results that I've produced up until this point, all of the people that I've connected with, right? So that kindness is shifting the fantasy and focusing on the things that I do want to happen, the clients that I desire to work with, the kind of offers and programs that I desire to create and lead, right? And the emanation is a consequence of anticipating change through kindness, and so when I feel like I'm really stuck and I'm lacking emotional intelligence and I'm beating myself up like I'm a fucking 12-year-old kid, right, bullying my own self or projecting onto others, like projecting and blaming social media or blaming people that ghost me, like just really taking responsibility that I cannot be responsible for other people's emotions, but I can be responsible for my own, that is 
such a powerful place to be in when it comes to radical self-responsibility and anticipating change and moving towards the personal evolution and growth that I actually desire in my business. So this has been liberating and I'm going to talk about the 41 in the SQ in the next episode because it's interesting how you can have the same gene keys but have a different experience with them especially if they have a different line expression but I actually do have 41.4 in the SQ so this is this is going to be an interesting conversation but I think that the overarching experience that I have with this sphere is when I am stuck in emotional cycles I really sit with how I can specifically be more kind to myself because emotions are happening within my body. My emotions aren't happening in someone else. They're happening inside of me. And taking that responsibility, being kind and anticipating a change. And so I really resonate with this right now because there has been some challenges that I've been going through. And so it was such a beautiful reminder to record this podcast episode and be able to process this and share my experience and how I leverage this to support me and how I show up in my business because you're an entrepreneur. You know that entrepreneurship has ebbs and flows and can be a bumpy ride and there's highs and lows. That was very poetic. I hope you appreciated that. <laughs> Anyways, if you really resonate with this, I want to invite you to use this gene key and this fear and to contemplate it and see how it shows up. So let's look at the pathway of love. The pathway of love is... Like, we look at the journey that we've been on. So we have the IQ. I mean, we could start right from the beginning of the Venus sequence, but I'm just focusing on the three phases right now. The first phase, IQ. Really looking at our older years, the energetic imprinting, the gene key, the line expression that we have there, and having these mental breakthroughs to really open up our heart. And then we go through that pathway of intelligence, balancing that yin and yang energy, the opening of the, the mind, the opening of the heart. We come into the EQ, and this is really about emotionally exposing ourselves and processing internally our emotional experiences developing that self-awareness developing that emotional intelligence and really when we have that we're grounded mentally and emotionally we really open up our heart even further like this is like the purpose of the venus sequence is going all the way back so the pathway of love is the pathway that creates a connection with other humans through devotion self-expression and service when you can have dexterity in your mind and you can control and process your emotions, you will be the most authentic, self-expressed version of yourself and a naturally more potent contribution in the way that you deliver your services to your clients. This pathway emerges and expands more when we become in touch with our people through our dharma, right? So I talked about the pathway of dharma before. You can go back and listen to that episode. But your truth is really the deepest way that we connect with other people. That, that deep resonance, right? So through our daily interactions with others, we fuel our spiritual evolution and transformation within ourselves. So the SQ is really going to be talking about, it's literally SQ stands for spiritual quotient. And so when we contemplate this pathway, it can be a meditative experience where we come to this point of solitude and reflection and how this is a natural place of love when we are with ourselves and we are reflecting on who we are, what we're doing, you know, the emotional things we experience, the mental things that we experience. Because when we have that clarity, we can share that with others. And that's how we connect with others, especially connecting with others, not just from like a mental point, but from a heart point, that love, right? The pathway of love. And so this pathway is about being committed to prioritizing your primary relationships in your life. 
through all their karmic experiences and challenges. So you kind of see the loop coming back, right? Where we look at the attraction sphere and we have the pathway of dharma and karma and it's like this is the kind of relationships that you're tracking this is what you're alchemizing and then you go through the iq and the eq and it's like okay you're mentally processing things you're emotionally processing things and then you're sitting with yourself you're dealing with your shit and it's really allowing you to open up and just connect authentically with people without having all this baggage holding you back because you have the tools of the gene keys to allow you to process that right and so then you can really connect and prioritize those relationships that are important to you because you're coming from such a clear and clean slate of awareness, right? So these relationships, your audience, your business partners, your paying clients, your past clients, affiliates, all of that. And so really looking at when you're prioritizing relationships, like maybe, you know, you're prioritizing connecting with ideal clients in, in the DMs or through your services or podcasts or whatever. Are you prioritizing that from a place of love and authentic connection? Or is it coming from a place of agenda because, you know, you want to make money in your business, right? What, what difference, like what would change? What is the difference there? coming from a place of love and coming from this place of agenda like people can smell that you know and so it's just so interesting because we're starting to shift into the energy of the pearl sequence as we get closer because the pearl sequence is really about how you can be of service and it's this deep 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 integrative work of you being in your zone of genius and being a massive contribution but coming from such a deep place of love because you've contemplated so deeply what's gone through the Venus sequence. So with that being said, we're going to dive into the SQ in the next episode. I have 41.4. So it'll be really curious to see how the line expression changes and just how the flavors change because in this sphere is the unconscious Venus. So now we're getting into the unconscious side within these last few spheres of the Venus sequence, which is really exciting. So if you're resonating with this work and you're thinking, holy shit, I wonder what would happen if I just actually took my gene keys and just dropped it into my business framework, I really want to encourage you to check out The Illuminated Entrepreneur because this program is my absolute best thing I think I've ever created alongside the Gene Keys Business Guide, but the Gene Keys Business Guide is what we explore in this program it's so deeply rooted in you having your own entrepreneurial journey with your gene keys so that you can deal with your emotional shit they were talking about your mental blocks your emotional blocks really getting clarity on why you're attracting certain experiences or relationships into your business really understanding your zones of genius so that you can clearly create content clearly create offers know exactly how you support people and then you can set your boundaries. And all of this allows you to create a business that is energetically sustainable to you because there's no proving. You're not trying to replicate someone else's success. You're like peeling back all the layers of how you thought you should run your business. And you're looking at your own gene keys, your own keys to your doorways of wisdom that are within you. Like it's a massive self-discovery experience. So I want to invite you to check out the links in the show notes. You can learn more about the Illuminated Entrepreneur. And if you're curious, you can book a 15-minute discovery or clarity call with me. And make and I want to make sure that this would be a really supportive and great fit for you. And I'm just so excited. I just, I fucking love this program. I love doing this podcast series and just being a 6-2 embodiment of how this work makes such a difference because it's so unique. 
So stay tuned. We have more episodes coming. We're wrapping up the Venus sequence soon, which is really exciting. And I hope that you've been taking your gene keys and you've been following along and really contemplating this work and getting more clarity. And you're invited to share with me. Send me a message on Instagram. Share with me your aha moments that you've had. I want to hear about it. And I want to celebrate with you and support you in your journey. And of course, if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, please do. And if you can take a moment to leave a review, just swipe five stars on Spotify or leave a quick written review on Apple. This helps me get this work out into the world so I can support more entrepreneurs, which is like my deepest passion. So thank you for listening. And I'm going to chat with you in the next episode.